hello everyone i hope you all are fine and taking good care of yourself and i hope that you all are cherishing like a blossom flowers today on board we have with us professor nikita she is an amazing professor with lots of great achievements and has earned accolades for her accomplishments she is a fantastic academician and researcher in area of corporate communication and advertising teaching at symbiosis school of mass media communication to students of mba and communication management and currently she is with us yeah that is scms bangalore but she is coatress as c and she exhibits amazing leadership skills she holds a master in mass communication and journalism from the english and foreign language university and specializes with pg diploma in public relations and advertising from indian institute of mass communication she has worked in academia teaching students at the graduate level and has also worked as a writer and a verbal trainer she is a ugc net qualified and currently pursuing her phd in internal communication under the faculty of media and communication of symbiosis international deemed university her research publications has been published and recognized by many prestigious journals like scopus indexed journal in the area of corporate communication advertising and healthcare communication despite her high level of qualification she is a foremost and nice human being who teaches great life values to all her students i hope universe embellishes your life with all the precious jewels thank you for a cordial appearance on this podcast it i take immense pleasure from prmc site to invite you on the board hello ma'am thank you so much karnika thank you for the wonderful introduction it's really sweet to hear from you <laughs> what you've uh, you know put it forward to the podcast here today um thank you for having me over this evening it's i am glad to share my opinions and my knowledge about this area that you have you know recognized for today's topic as a part of this podcast so yes karnika we can get started on our topic for the day definitely ma'am first of all how are you how are you doing how's everything at your place i'm doing great everything's going well and it's been really nice um taking classes doing my usual work at the same time my research is going side by side so that's really cool so everything's going well uh the city of bangalore is also doing great it's quite rainy and nice and cool out here yeah definitely so for today's topic we have psychology the word which fascinates me a lot and the word in which i dive the most psychology let me tell you what is psychology first of all so psycho means mind and logy means study so it means study of mind now we can't see mind because mind is nowhere so somewhere or other the definition has been discarded and we instead use to study the human behavior in all the aspects maybe while dealing with public maybe while dealing with some sports or in some other field 
but today we will have a conversation how psychology plays key factor role in management and organization because there is a very you know special wording people used to say are psychology is just for psychologist or it is just for psychiatrist but i guess it's not like this it is a subject which which is used in management a lot and somewhere in hr department that is human resource department so first of all let's know what is the role of psychology in management what are your suggestions on this ma'am well i think uh, karnika what you've said is pretty correct that psychology was initially identified as a very different subject today what we're seeing is that psychology has completely redefined what we look at the success of a workplace today things have changed in terms of how it helps you shape the way you use technology it has helped you uh, in a way in organizations today in terms of recruitment or selections to that that of supporting motivating as well as training employees till some extent to in understand employees better and when you're looking at management today from the point of view of you know applying psychological principles in management you would see that applying uh, knowledge of human behavior is very very important these days the way you look at how employees make decisions right how they are making decisions so their decision making ability uh, let's just say also in terms of problem solving or even in terms of depicting any kind of a leadership quality so in terms of leadership i think uh, psychology has uh, been a major area of study when it comes to leadership today in organizations it also helps us understand the kind of human relationships being built uh, maintained as well as how it you know prolongs and how work included in that those kinds of human relationship could be judged through psychology so when uh, you're looking at organizations today if you look at a basic hierarchy if you look at a manager to a mid level employee to a lower level if you look at the the traditional form of hierarchy in an organization you would see that um, a manager should understand their mid level employees and the mid level employees need to understand the lower level employees now that depends on certain things such as let's just say we're looking at conflict management here or anything as simple as negotiation or how they interact with technology at each level so a mid level employee should also understand how their lower level employees interact with technology what's appropriate so i think when it comes to psychology here th- these are certain things that we look at being quite relevant today so all these things are quite integrated at our workplace today but when we're looking at psychology it needs to be somewhere weaved in to the system in order to bring out the best productivity out of people bring out the best workplace culture or even at the end of the day bring out the best organizational culture correct yes so yeah that's what i think would uh, really stand relevant in this topic that that's why i think psychology must be weaved into the organization studies these days 
yeah definitely even not in this it it can also help in knowing the customer demands not only in hr but in marketing also i guess it plays a vital role yeah that's a very good point went out there actually when you look at not just organizations internally because i usually focus more into internal communication so i think i might have mentioned that quite a lot but yes externally it does help in understanding the psychology in terms of product development so i think it all somewhere or the other boils down to research you know you begin with research to understand psychology try and test your product or service once you get it out to the market so when you're looking at psychology i think yes human behavior and the study of human behavior and multiple aspects are important you know not just in terms of saying that we're just trying to understand particular segment of customers but we're looking at a wider range of people so today we do not look at our customers as homogeneous segment but as a, you know heterogeneous which means that everybody comes with their own traits they all come with their own demographic and psychographic um abilities and uh, areas where you could look at how they could be segmented and each small cluster has its own set of psychology so um understanding them at those grassroots levels are also something that we should be looking at when it comes to psychology and organizational studies but yes what i see is that psychology in management especially if you're looking at an organizational perspective well it's highly focused towards employees and and that's where the focus has been driven down to but when you look at externally yes it does and it's always been there if you would also look at you know various areas of marketing or other functions it's definitely definitely there but internally yes there's still a lot of places where we lack in uh, bringing out better organizational studies internally yeah definitely and can you please elaborate about aspects of psychology in organization or in management and even in businesses also yes see psychology in its very basic sense stands by three basic according to me the actually the plenty of theories if you would see in psychology and psychology talks about various aspects you know 5 to 7 to 8 and 9 and many many in many different aspects but according to me if i would look at psychology in a very simpler manner the three ways in which you would look at the three aspects of psychology one could be very simple as cognitive the other could be seen as behavioral and the third i think social So if you look at an organizational perspective you know uh, the basic understanding of your human mind cognitive how is your the, the word itself describes cognitive if you're looking at behavioral aspect how a person reacts to a particular situation or how does a person uh, you know maybe acts for a particular given period of time in a certain circumstance could be where you would be seeing the behavioral aspect of psychology if you're looking at the social here now that's where uh, it comes down to be very important in a workplace study is how are they with a team how are they in a social setup at a workplace right so if you're looking at psychological aspects well there are plenty but if you would look at psychological aspects in 
management studies especially from an organizational perspective you would see that cognitive the study of mind behavior and social aspects are something where you could focus more on as a part of uh, you know studying psychology in management because when you're looking at the social aspect you know team building ability now it also somewhere or the other is the other way around which means that it's not just the employee who creates a culture but it's also the work culture that somewhere or the other affects the employee which means uh, if an organization has a solo form of working let's just say uh, when you look at educational sector or the healthcare sector they have a very uh, individualistic way of working you know they're working in individually you would see professors working on their work working uh, on their research individually you might see doctors working individually so they're not generally a part of team but when you look at the it culture today they are very much driven by teamwork project work target based so even the culture somewhere or the other has an impact on the minds of people who work so if you look at the social aspect here as one of the aspects you would see that being highly uh, you know inclined towards a social interaction when it comes to the culture that's there in the IT culture that's also called task based culture right but when you look at organizations that have a very individualistic approach the uh, or maybe uh, you know somewhere where you are looking at minimal interaction with teams you would see a lot of studies inclined towards their behavior or their cognitive because they're quite uh, used to working in silos right so when you look at all of this i think the aspects of psychology comes from there where you're looking at the mind the behavior and the social setup yes definitely it it conquers all the three aspects it conquers your personal life it conquers interaction and as well as your social life in an exactly and by yeah, that the, that is what i would think <laughs> yeah and by that only you can say that you have now groomed in an organization or you have got trained somewhere correct correct and sometimes it's also you know not just these i mean there are many many other different aspects and if we look between the lines if you look at just the cognitive aspect the mind is really complex especially the human mind and when we're looking at different parameters from motivation to you know uh training them supporting them then i think the studies really divert towards um the mind to behavior and and more emphasis would be given to some particular aspects than the others so i think overall i think these three aspects would i could think are you know right now are the three major aspects in uh psychology when it comes to management yeah yeah um, definitely No, no, definitely. And even there is one more thing which is, you know, very hype recent is that if you do MBA in HR, then only you are eligible to work in an organization. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you are MBA in HR, then then only you are qualified to work in an organization in an HR department. But currently, especially in foreign, people are studying organizational behavior or organizational psychology. Hence, they are organizational psychologists. who are getting part or who are getting indulged into hr department yeah that is What true about it? Uh, 
yeah i would like to add to that what you had also mentioned is about industrial psychologists who have been coming into picture these days or they also call industrial organizational psychologists which is io psychologists mm-hmm. now the thing is uh, it is not uh, it is a myth that you need to have an mba in hr in order to get into the organizations mm-hmm. like you said it is not it is quite a myth i think when it comes to getting into psychology there are various programs run in different universities that offer bachelors right from the bachelors um in terms of um io psychologists you know and then there are specializations where you could go up from there to masters which could be a simple ma to that of even getting into a phd program so there is quite a future in this and there are people who've been doing research in this area and there is a lot of dearth in this kind of research and when they're looking at um, industrial organizational psychology it's actually quite helpful these days because first of all uh, it it somewhere or the other comes from research also it helps in, in improvising certain things at workplace let's just say if you're looking at the physical workplace environment it helps in improving the physical workplace environment in terms of what is it that employees need so if i give you a simple example there are some organizations that hire a lot of youngsters and they know how their psychology is what is the kind of workplace they would want to work at is it flexible working as that they need or is it let's just say a really pleasurable work environment there are a lot of aspirants who look forward to join google now why is that we would want to join that place is it just for the brand or is it the workplace there's a complete movie made out of how their office looks like right and people fantasize to be in places like these so the industrial organizational psychologists also believe in doing research and understanding what kind of physical work environment fits in order to motivate employees to work it also focuses on other things such as let's just say mental health or even in terms of understanding certain principles of human relations or aptitude or you know in terms of motivation etc so when it comes to organizational psychology since you mentioned i think organizational industrial psychology is something that's been coming up as quite a rising boom these days and it's not necessary that you need to hold a stapled mba in order to qualify to get into an organization as such yeah that's right and even i guess that psychology has its importance as well if you are having organizational psychologist in a firm that will help you in recruitment department also because he or she knows right. the niche yes that is very true see organizational psychologist basically it might sound like you know we're looking at arts but it's actually scientific methods to apply these psychological principles in order to bring out the best recruitment like you said or maybe bring out the best administrative practices or even uh, in terms of you know uh, learning and development i think that's a great area where you would see that organizational psychologists work these days you know the learning and development of an employee 
is very very important when when you look at psychologists focusing on these areas they also try to pinpoint on what is it that an employee would need at that point in time and what is it that they seek in order to stay in the organization so somewhere or the other it also helps in reducing a turnover and uh, retaining back your employees by training them and giving them better you know better things that they would hold on to so when you're looking at these kinds of things like you said improving the hiring process it helps in also doing other things such as let's just say hr issues there could be a lot of issues in the hr department and organizational psychologists helps in resolving these kinds of things they could also be the best advisors for policy decision making sometimes because you need to consider the psyche of your employees in order to make policies favorable to them so that they would be you know obliged to stay in the organization similarly you might also look at other things such as you know optimizing their workplace what to do in order to maintain a better work life balance for them so all these kinds of things are quite a scientific method that you would use in order to apply these principles to these areas to bring the best out of you know the subject and that helps in bringing out best productivity for an organization so you need to know how to strategize it you need to know how staffing should be done who fits where appropriately what kind of a talent management are you going to do in order to you know um, keep your workforce at its best so if you have to bring out the best productivity and best output out of your organization i think io is something that's most important these days yeah definitely and even io and psychology also plays vital roles just like we discussed in all the major part no matter it only in hr but also in marketing production and even in financing because how you finance the product is the major part on consumer that affects his or her psychology there also we can see the use of psychology in recent days yes when you're looking at the pricing strategies i think the core crux lies in uh, many aspects uh, right from the competitors to that of research and then also the psyche of people you know uh, you would know that uh, you know right from the earlier days if you look at how chick shampoo was marketed you know that 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 was uh, something that uh, people would had not thought of and how is it that you know sashes to that of the pricing at different ranges are made i think understanding the psychology of customers is the is the core on which you would you know on on the basis of which you would actually design these strategies and your pricing strategies so uh, not just pricing i think in terms of everything psychology somewhere or the other ropes in even if you're understanding your competitor you're doing a you know and uh, you know you have a competitive strategy that's also built on understanding their psyche so psychology i think would lie everywhere and it's quite important in every aspect yep. whether it's internal or external definitely 
so it plays a vital role to audience if you want to pursue organizational psychology it's a thumbs up from our side you can go you can study it and to dive more i request you to kindly read about it a little bit more in detail so that you can get to know what all the things it include and even does the course fits you or not let's talk about the future of psychology in management because if there is no future for the things things are not being to be used what do you think fam would be the future of psychology in management i think i think we can only predict the future with the knowledge that we have as of now yeah. uh what i could predict in terms of uh, you know psychology in management today if i would say first of all there is definitely a lot of scope right uh there is definitely a lot of scope in terms of studying your workforce the attitudes the behavior uh companies are looking at methods of evaluating the effectiveness of their workplace and effectiveness of of their production and when you're looking at even basic things such as conducting leadership training or anything like that uh psychology plays a major major role there if you look at the future today i think uh, when we are looking at globalization being one of the major aspects of uh, all kinds of uh, studies these days what i think would be happening in future is that we would look at things at a very global scale which means the internet is going to bind us all together and we've already done that through the season uh, through covid we all have started having interviews online and everything like that now understanding psychology through the internet is yet another ball game i would say i think that's going to be somewhere where because technology is roping into everything and if you're looking at understanding the psychology now we have somewhere or the other understood customers online right mm-hmm. we understand identify them as three different segments they're called the hunters you know people who hunt down a brand or explorers <laughs> someone who does window shopping online let's just say just open flipkart and just check everything what's there but i don't have any intend to buy but i'm just window shopping so when we're studying customers psychology there is a lot of study that's already there but when you're looking at organizational psychology from an employee's point of view there isn't much so i think the future is going into there you know where you're looking at globalization because a lot of workplaces today there are people in coming in from different different nations and different countries so globalization including the internet is somewhere where i would see the future of it another thing what i think is going to add to the future is that this is going to come with a lot of responsibility you're playing with human minds at the end of the day and you're understanding behavior you cannot expect that things are just going to go the same way uh, you know you're just going to make judgments and uh, take certain actions but i think it's going to come with responsibility because your employees mental health is going to be your responsibility so i think the future would go towards where you know all of this would come with being more accountable and responsible so i think that kind of an aspect is going to come in work life balance is going to be a lot more into focus so the mental health of your employees the responsibility towards the organization being responsible towards the actions that you take based on your studies are going to be somewhere in the future 
and i think also uh, one last aspect that i think is going to affect is the use of technology so uh, you know even today whatever we're using from corporate applications to let's just say even anything that we use for the outside world to communicate everything is based on how a user is using so there is there are models which are called technology acceptance models and we're trying to see through these models as to how do people accept technology not the other way around you know technology is coming in and we are accepting that's what we think but it's also the other way around where the ease of use is going to mold the way technology is going to happen so it's us who are controlling the way tech is going to happen so when it comes to psychology the way people want is the way the tech is going to be molded so the way a person wants to work at an organization and if they want certain mundane tasks to be taken up by certain applications or certain uh, you know ai then that's going to be where uh, the technology is going to change so psychological studies and principles would be applied in order to change the way technology functions and uh, this i think i've also proven a little bit through one of my papers that i had published that ai is only going to do certain mundane tasks for people that they identify as being mundane and psychological understanding of these employees would only help in developing technology better so psychology is going to complement in building out the best uh, technological uh, innovations in the field of organizational studies so that is where i see the future in terms of globalization responsibility and technology that's great and that is too much fascinating and wondering because it is said that new world is coming to you right now if i talk about in techno expect we are using only web 2 now web 3 is coming metaverse is coming and artificial intelligence is grooming itself day by day no matter artificial intelligence is grooming by japan or by tesla we are getting electronic cars mm-hmm. whereas we are getting our food served by robots as well so True. these all are the specs with somewhere or other uh, are doing things with our psychology if i say because when i talk about metaverse people are like okay now we don't have to go out and we can meet people on a internet and having a conversation with them like i can visit shrinagar as my avatar although i i'm not visiting it but actually i'm visiting shrinagar as my avatar if i talk about ai then i can be like okay my car is tesla and i want to go here and here and the car will drive and i will be like sit or i'll just have to have my hand on the steering if i talk about right. web3 then it's a total new world web3 something which is beyond the things we are having right now and after yes. other i guess this will all impact on our psychology we will become more technosavers we will become more self dependent somewhere or other and we although we will depend more on this te- uh, technology but we will be self we don't need other person's help i don't need driver at that time i don't need booking tickets for uh, visiting shrinagar or something like that so it is a good part and also it will make us somewhere or other isolate as well this is what i read see any innovation in technology is always been triggered through the way a person thinks mm-hmm. or wants uh we we thought that let's just say we we thought that we wanted to interact more 
during this time when everything was just on a lockdown we innovated a couple of things that we needed and then we molded it the way it was comfortable for us so when you look at psychology psychology is somewhere or the other going to mold the way technology is going to happen and it's not always the other way around that things are coming in and we're getting adopted adapted to it there are plenty of innovations in technology that have been really brilliant but haven't really had that success because they did not actually look into the psyche of people they just thought they'll implement something and it not necessarily is workable so it it requires a level of understanding of the human psyche in order to innovate something to see if that's going to be implemented and used at the end of the day so that's where i think i would uh, draw down my conclusions to yeah definitely so it's a new world new technology new psychology will all over give us the new perception to the things i guess in the upcoming era yeah definitely yeah definitely okay so we have moved to the second last question and the last part for the podcast i urge you ma'am to kindly share your any experience which can motivate and interest the public whatever experience you find the best is best for us it should not oh, be right. from uh, teaching it can be from the person life whatever you like the most we like that the most so yeah all right i think that's a very random question there but i would love to answer that question for me there have been many experiences that i would like to share but i think if i keep going like that that's going to take too long so i would if i had to randomly pick an experience i would talk about um how i got into this profession initially i was not a person who ever thought that i would get into teaching but um when i was in my college i was pretty good with all kinds of these you know outdoor activities and debates and allocutions when i cleared my um ugc net exam and then i decided to get into teaching uh, i just actually thought of giving it to try and i fell in love with the profession <laughs> so it was later that i didn't want to just continue but i left it behind to pursue a little bit of my higher studies and came back to work life so when many people tell me that once you start working you don't feel like studying again well it wasn't true in my case because i molded myself in a way where i could leave the job go back to studies upgrade myself and come back so i would like to give two lessons out of this particular experience of mine is that one never ever compromise for being where you are so you could always upgrade yourself and get back to the industry in order to do better so learning doesn't stop at any age you could always go back upgrade and come back with a better boom and then the second thing i would say is that i wouldn't have ended up into this profession if i wouldn't have given it a try so i think it's good to be open and it's good to try everything so there's this song called try everything by uh, shakira i think we all uh, love watching this one movie called zootopia it's an animated movie that talks about anyone could aspire to be anything so my motivation had driven down from that particular song that i think um, says i think a final takeaway that you should try everything that's great trying different things is the best way to have the delicious food yes definitely so yeah 
Okay, let's move to the last question for the day. How did you feel on the Sim Five? Oh, I felt wonderful. I think it's a great job you guys are doing here. It's a very, very good way of putting things forward, and I, I truly believe in the power of listening. And today we aren't actually in that whole uh, zone of listening. We all are just talking, and I think this podcast is going to let us uh, know each other's opinions. And it's, it's a good platform to know your understanding as well as industry experts speaking about what they feel like. And I've also been listening to your earlier podcasts, and I think it, you. all have been doing really good work there and the topics that you've come up with are really interesting i would say keep going and keep doing good work like this and keep uh, motivating others to do something like this and i wish you guys a very very good luck with your coming episodes thank you so much ma'am that means a lot and thank you so much for giving a valuable time to us that genuinely means a lot joe is all mine thank you so much and thanks a lot i don't have words to like, uh, express the gratitude of mine and as well as of my team it feels very good when you have your own professor on the podcast and having a discussion on the topic which love, which you also love and your professor also love to have a conversation on that so definitely it's a very special one for me especially and uh, to all the listeners that's it for the day stay safe stay happy keep listening keep expressing and keep connecting i'll see you guys very soon with another exciting guest till that please take care of yourself bye bye